following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. Anytime he goes to the shaggy defense, that means he's guilty. Who was it me? <laughs> so you gonna trust me or your lying ass ears? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with my lying ass ears. The show that gives you everything and nothing at all. That's everywhere you don't want to be. It's Ruben, Mo B, and on the ones and twos, AG. The Five Minute Warning. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Five Minute Warning. Of course, it's your man, Ruben. In the house, and yes, it sounds like some of a voice decided to come back home. The rest of us still on vacation, but you know we'll get it done anyway. And of course, always is my man, man AG in the house. What's going on, brother? What's happening, y'all? How you doing? I am popping right in at the last minute. His Moby. I'm always on time. <laughs> always on time. Just, just like that, Ja Rule and Ashanti. No, no. I'm, I'm a much better song than that, but I'm always on time. You know, I, you know what? The funny thing is, I was thinking about a song from that era that is completely my favorite song from that era, and that is Like Whoa. Whatever happened to Maya? What happened She's to her, man? fine. Huh? She's still fine and ain't making no music. I understand that, but did she, did she just quit the business for her? Like reasons unbeknownst to us, or I don't know. I mean, I know she did. She did a little acting work because I know I saw her in an episode of NCIS one time, and okay, like so she was. I guess she was doing stuff. Okay, well, yeah, but anyway, that's my favorite song. Any time that song come on my playlist, I'm like, what? So I mean, she's still fine. Though. God bless America. <laughs> I mean, we, we we have established that you think she is still fine. I mean, am I the only one here who thinks that? I just want to make sure. No, she's beautiful, no doubt. Hey, she is. And, and the last time I saw her, she was out in these streets looking real thick too. Like she, she had, she had graduated from that 1998 Maya. She was adult <laughs> now. Like she was. Oh yeah, yeah. She found herself a booty. Uh, not saying she well, even had she, one back she in the day to start with, but it's, she, nah, she I, gained I, some I weight. Say, nah, nah. She just reached grown woman status. Like she went from, she went from like you know getting served teenager style to like oh no that's an adult right there that's that's yo man i got a story got another story gotta tell my story (laughs) is it a story or is it like another hypothetical question that's gonna get us down the rabbit hole of pegging because we're still talking about pegging apparently hey man i can do both but this time it's a story and and a public service announcement oh jesus christ okay (laughs) okay Yo, man, look, I just wanted to let the people know that you have to be aware. You almost have to have superhuman, like, spidey senses before you fart at work. I just want you to know that. Because I had, I think what I had, I had, man, I had lentils or I had beans or maybe I was eating like I was an idiot. 
either way, I had gas. It was bad. So, you know, you guys know I'm working in manufacturing. So usually it's an open floor. And in my situation, there's no one really near me. So I can kind of do what I want to do, whatever it is. So I had this, I mean, it was so bad. It was so, it was to the point to where I was like, you nasty. <laughs> it was so bad. So I let one go. And I, and then I look up and one of my bosses is walking my way. Not necessarily my way to me, but just my, in my direction. And I was like, man, if you come over here, your skin will fall off of your body. I promise you, please don't come over here. So good for him and me because I promise you he would have sent my nasty behind home and said go do, get a colon cleanse he, he moved on and, and passed me passed my station by and went somewhere else and again I have a huge station and no one's near me it's, it's not a problem so I'm thinking to myself I was like I have to talk about this on the show and I'm telling you you just be careful people if you're out here with gas just be careful Bro, I promise you, got, almost got fired, bro. bro. Everybody got gas, man. Ain't man. Nobody, I'm, man, I'm too old to be hiding gas. I now, am never man. too old to be hiding gas from strangers. If, if I pass gas in somebody's life, man, shit stink. Like, yeah, they got this farted. That's what happened. So, no, it is a bodily function. Yeah, it's what Look, man, and you talking about colon cleanse? It sounds like your your colon was cleaning itself right there. It was. It was <laughs> Stop like, cleaning, baby. The, the, only time, the only time somebody needs to make a comment about you having gas is if they're if they're asking out of concern. Like, hey, you need to go check yourself. Like, <laughs> hey, you, you, you sure ain't nothing come out? Right? Man, <laughs> man, I'm telling you. All, all I'm saying is I, I appreciate y'all's attitude because I feel the same way, sort of. However, public service announcement. Just make sure. Hey. Just make sure. Because I promise hey. you the paint came out the floor. It did. Look, man, I, I, I'm, I'm going to need some of these people, about one person to stop commenting up here. We'll go cuddle with my stick ass then. Well, look, if that's on the table, if that if that option is on the table. <laughs> I mean, I, can't, I don't know if I can be mad at that. I you mean, know, I mean, did, no, did here, you take here, that here, personal? Here, Ouch. That, no, I mean, here, that's yeah, but I say herein lies the double standard. So. All right, I, I'll give an example that's not her, but she was there. So we we buying our business, watching the Super Bowl at a friend's house, and of course, Usher's performing. But Alicia Keys is up there on the stage. Fine woman, boy. Yeah, and, 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 and neither one of us guys made a statement about Alicia Keys. Neither one of us did. It's that the only statement I made was, "Damn, she was off key." Like when she first started, I was like, "Oh, she was really off key." Because you gotta uh, say something, but you can't say that's the truth. She was really off key when she first started. I mean, look, she she sings flat all the time live. That's just who she is. I mean, doesn't take away from her artistic ability. At least she was singing live. Yeah, she's a very good, you know, very talented woman. But you know, my friend's wife was like, "Uh huh." Look at y'all just in here staring at Alicia Keys. Neither one of us said anything. Now, neither one of us denied the fact that both of us think she's a gorgeous woman, but we ain't say nothing. But as soon as Usher takes his shirt off, so he's like, go ahead on us. I'm just like, hold on. So you get to make a comment, but we got to act as if we didn't see shit. We, we, we got to act like because we were you, apparently our homo- hormones and penis just ceased to stop working. Like, this, hey, you know what? As soon as I got married to you, like, my dick just stopped working for anybody else. Like, you know what? I don't need... 
you know what? I used to think I was straight, but then I realized, no, I'm only heterosexual for you. Right. Right. There's there's (laughs) no lies detected. That is exactly what the expectation is. Here's the thing. If if she had her own podcast and they were talking about whatever sexy man chocolate they wanted to talk about, I would just be like, all right. I mean, you, you think he's sexy. Cool. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, well, you go cuddle with him because I wouldn't want to put I wouldn't want to hurt my ego that much. And you feel like that's an actual option. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd be like, well, go sleep with his ass then. And then she'd be like, all right. Now I'm hurt. Now, now, now I'm angry, and I got hurt feelings. And, and you're gonna get labeled <laughs> immature, by the way, sir. So, so now, now I got hurt feelings too. But because I make a comment about my get real thick, and she getting real thick. I mean, I'm just saying that's just what it is. Like, I mean, I, I don't think that's a comment. I think it's a fact. You had to say it twice. Thank you, Ruben. You had to say it twice. If Ruben has to say black, black, I got to say she getting oh. real thick twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, she getting thick, thick. All right? Like, it ain't, it ain't. Wait a minute. She getting thick, thick. There's a lot of women, you know, who were, in the, who were in the industry back in the day that when I look at them now, I go, hey, you were always an attractive woman, but now, now you like on grown women so like I see Ashanti now I'm just like Ashanti you you were always a pretty woman but I'm like Ashanti like you you thick thick now like you you're an adult like you're a full fledged adult but she like, was an adult then almost yeah but yeah. it was different man it was just different man yeah it was different man I mean she was like 21 and all but she won't like grown woman yeah it, it was That's different. different man it's just different and, and, and really it's different because I'm older too now you know what I'm saying so like I wouldn't want her to still look the same as she did when she was 1920 because then I would feel like the dirty old creeper in the mall looking at the high school girls you know what I'm saying like I don't want to feel like that so when I look at a woman now I want to feel like you're an adult so if I do happen to have an inappropriate thought I don't hate myself for it <laughs> you don't <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. I mean, there, there, there are no lines detected there. Well, you know, no. you know what though, you know what I will say. Brett, it, there it is. Season. She seasoned Season really. Uh, or is she a piece? Of, well, she, I guess she is a piece of meat. I guess that's wow. awful. Wow. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> it's awful that you just said that like yeah, out loud. Well, he said no, 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 no. Brent Malone says she's seasoned. Yeah, There's but, only one yeah, way to but, go with but, that. No, 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 my brother. Yeah, exactly. You said it out loud. We, okay, true enough. Me and, Ru- me and Ruben didn't say anything. We were just like, yeah. No, <laughs> actually, you know what? When he said that, I was in the middle of a thought. I was being a creeper. Is it? Is it? If you're a creeper and you're talking about your wife, are you creeping? Now, now this is a creep. No, no, see, see, see I'm, not, I'm not talking about on that sense. I'm talking about like if... If I was single, no ties, but if I'm like that old dude that's who ain't married, but just at the mall back in the day, you know, there was always that old dude at the mall just looking at the high school girls thinking, yeah, nah. boy, if I was just 30 years, like, I don't want to feel like that when I look at a woman. Like, I want to feel like I still <laughs> so want to feel like up. I still want to feel like I'm not 
like a terrible human being for being attracted to this woman like because if i look at a high school girl now it don't matter how fine that high school girl is she's a high school girl and ain't nothing ain't nothing crossing this thought process but you know when somebody is seasoned when she got some lowers on her or something yeah when, 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 some, on, when somebody man. is seasoned when you know somebody <laughs> has some life experience you know, somebody has some life experience. When when we can say the quote unquote, you know, it's been brined. You know what I'm saying? We've been we, we we've marinated it a little. Wait a bit. minute. Wait a minute. Y'all want me about saying is she a piece of meat? And he's talking about brining and marinating. How was that just, different? How was that different? I was just trying to keep on theme with you. You the one that called her a piece of meat. <laughs> I question myself sometimes why I do this show. But that Alliteration, was good. my friend. Alliteration. It's, you can say things about it, but as long as you don't mention it, it is right. still up to but the imagination. But that's not alliteration. Alliteration is saying two words of the same consonant. What are you talking about? No, no. All, it, what it's about, A.G.? It's all about outward appearance. If you don't say it, can't nobody get mad at you. So it's almost like when somebody's racist, but they don't say nigga. Exactly. You can't prove it, but you know it, but you can't prove it. It's similar. It's, you know what? What it's like is like my homeboy's wife, who made the statement about Alicia Keys, but me and him actually hadn't said anything. Like you can think it, you can imply it, you can try to put it on us, but neither one of us said shit. Like we you was just it. like, you, you ain't got, got no evidence. Yeah, you ain't got no evidence. Like, hey, can you prove it? Like we went, we went straight to the shaggy. It was like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that shaggy defense has probably saved a couple of dudes. Being in a relationship with a woman is the only relationship you'll ever have in your life with any anybody where you can be guilty for thoughts. You can be guilty for thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a black minority report. <laughs> you can be guilty of crime before you do the crime. <laughs> Here's the thing. Has, any, has anybody ever gone to jail for thinking about pedophilia? No. No. You, get, you go to jail when you do that nasty ass shit. That's true. You're not and wrong. I don't, I'm not saying I don't see no lies detected, but it's just so funny. It's just. <laughs> I mean, look. Every, every, well, every cuddle dude. with Maya's thick ass, the mob. <laughs> look, look. Everybody's been in a relationship in which you've got like damn near interrogated because somebody had a nightmare or a dream that you did something wrong. I have been there. My wife is the sweet man. My wife is the sweetest woman ever. She had a dream that I was messing around with this woman. I didn't even know who the woman is. I didn't even know if she was ugly or not. She probably wasn't even my type, bro. She was a little heated. I was like, she said, "You know, I'm sorry. I know you didn't do nothing, but I'm a little mad." And then, and then, you, and then you, can't, you can't, you can't even ask like the pertinent questions, like, "Hey, well, what does she look like?" You know. Because, I, because, I would have been more. You know, I want no like, question. You know, hey, actually, like? I wanted to ask her. That's like, you know, you, hold on. I you, said to, you, you said you wanted to, which means you didn't. I didn't, but I'm gonna ask her right now. Does exactly. she have? No, 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 she no, have no, nice don't do that to yourself, bro. No, huh? please, please don't do that to yourself, live on air, man. No, man. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do no, it. No, man. No, man. Look, the look, woman man, that you dreamed hey, about that I cheated on you with. You are not gonna have me involved in this. Moby left. Don't be scared, Moby. Look, hey, does she as pretty as you? I know she wasn't. 
she was not as pretty as she was. She said no comment. Oh, okay. Well, she no, said no. no comment. If she said no comment, that means she was pretty there. It wouldn't even because matter. Why would, you mess with, why would you mess with a girl uglier than your wife? Man, look, the bottom line is my wife's a Stone Cold Fox. She's got a rack like that could fit 10 coats on it. I don't really care, bro. I think bro, nasty, you- inappropriate thoughts, and I'm married to her. So I'm like, really? You Bro, tell me who was finer than my wife is. Now there's some lateral moves, but there's there's no you tripping. Bro, I have never felt so underage. You use so many old man references to describe your wife right there. Stone, Stone Cold Fox. Fox. <laughs> a rack like a rack you can hang tents. Bro, like, <laughs> man, like you just senior citizen described your wife, man. Like, hey, Dude, man, I'm I am you. gonna be fifty five years old next this year. That ain't got nothing to do with her though, man. What? I like him old, bro. <laughs> Please stop. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. She is 54 this year. Brandon, now you're saying her age out on the airways? This is, no, I'm going to give you context. See, you don't have context. See, this is the thing. When we first... Say what? <laughs> exactly. There, okay, there are two women that are cornerstones in my fantasies. Both of them... Well, actually, actually, I think... Um, I think one is has passed. Uh, Nancy Wilson, the jazz singer. She fine as man. Wow. And then the other one was Helen Mirren. Oh my. So it's like when we first started dating, she's thinking that. Okay, I'll just say this. She's thinking that I like young younger women. And I was like, uh, no. Because all women feel like guys like younger women. Okay, well, well, I squashed that immediately. I was like, first of all, I like them old and gray. For real. So you can stop tripping about that. I mean, she she continued to trip about it until she finally understood. But when she finally stopped dyeing her hair, (laughs) Moby left again. (laughs) When she finally finally stopped dyeing her hair and it grew out, because first she, she stopped dyeing her hair and she she had it blonde and then the blonde grew out to gray so it'd be a transition man you talking about a happy dude i'm like oh my like nancy wilson's hair like as she got older she stopped dyeing her hair and her stuff was gray man look so me mentioning her age she already knows if i'm gonna cheat it ain't gonna be with some young girl it's not i promise you that I look at a young girl and get tired. I just don't know. I'm good. It's going to be some 65-year-old chick with like a million dollars. That's what it's going to be. Oh, but she's got to have a million dollars. Oh, no, I'm not free, baby. I'm not free. I'm as expensive as saying, look, I'm a lead with I need a vet and a Rolex. So, I mean, if you want to sometime, Dick, you're going to have to get up. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. AG just threw his flag down and said, this dick ain't free. It ain't. It's not. Because, see, you want companionship. There are things I need to. This is going to be... Because, see, we old people, we ain't got time. We ain't got time. Put your stuff on the table. Put your stuff on the table. We're going to work it out. There is no pretense here. This is like, hey, that's what's up. A million isn't what you used to be, AG. You need five. You know what? Do I need? No, but see, the thing is, he said you need to add inflation to that dick. I don't think so because see, I'm not looking to date around because once I start with one woman, that's the one. 
right? So when I'm thinking a million is like a signing bonus. For real, <laughs> a million is a signing so bonus. That's just the start. That's just the start. Exactly, that's, because that's, if that's I'm open negotiation, exactly because if she can spend a million just for the cost of doing business, she already got enough money. Yo, I'm man. good. I just gotta Check make sure I continue to eat right, get AG. my stuff on, get my workout on, so I can get that dick right. Because that's really what we're about here. That's what's really going on. For real. So it's like, hey. You give me a million dollars, I'm going to train every day. Ain't no off season. Ain't no off season. I have learned so much about you in the last two weeks. First of all, (laughs) I learned you had a Korean wife. Then I learned you had Asian fetishes. Now I realize you got a thing for old chicks with money. You looking for a sugar mama. <laughs> like, bro, I, so 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 much has just happened right now. No, I, wait a minute. You got, you got one thing wrong, though. I don't have any Asian fetishes. I was saying there are some people that do. No, I have no, no, other no, no, fetishes. No no, 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 no. You clearly have an Asian fetish because you have a Korean wife, okay, that we didn't even know about. You didn't even tell us about it. Like, we had but, to find out from a whole other person that you had a Korean wife. But I'm you saying. You had to find out about it. it I mean, so I just found out the, last week, so how am I have fetish? Because, because it was so deep in your subconscious <laughs> that you didn't even realize you had a Korean wife. <laughs> I don't even have a career matter, matter sex fact, doll, ma- man. Matter of fact, matter of fact, the the chick that your wife thought dreamed that you was cheating on, she's probably Korean. Was the chick that you <laughs> dreamt about Korean? No, she wasn't Korean. <laughs> Jesus. She she wasn't Korean. I don't there's no way in the world that I no, I don't have an Asian fetish. Now, are there some fine Asian women? Sure there are, but that's you know. I realize that they're beautiful, but I don't have a fetish for them. In fact, I try not to fetishize about anybody. Now, some things, absolutely. Now, if you, you know, if you put my wife in some things, we're going to have parties, party time. Chasing around the couch for sure. I mean, I really want you to go a little more. No, no, stop. Hold on, I said, hold on, I said, I You invited it. Stop inviting it. Did you host this shit and and move on to a subject? (laughs) Did you send out out a motherfucking show agenda or something? Can we get to that? Oh my god. Why? He pearl clutching. He said, you want to show us then move on. Why can't I? Hey man, why can't I speak my truth, man? Why? I kind of want to hear this. AG, what am I doing right now? You you rope chain clutching. It can't be much worse than what we heard on this show recently. So I'm just saying, Lord I knows. just don't have an Asian woman fetish, man. It's just I have other things yeah. that I like, but they're things. Let's, they're not people. Let, let, let's move on to Ruben talking about pecking. That ain't that what you're going to do. Wait a minute. You <laughs> mad at me, but you you lead with pegging. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> we talked about that last week, man. I'm trying to keep in theme with the show, man. <laughs> So you blaming some of your stuff on the show? Is that what you're doing? Bro, I'm, 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 I'm just trying to go with the flow of traffic. You know what they say when you speed, but I'm just going with the flow of traffic, man. Going with the flow of traffic. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to call somebody else in about this Peggy thing because I don't know shit about it. Um, experience or not, I don't know nothing about that shit. I mean, but hey, people do it. And shout out to them. Shout, shout out to the beggars. Shout out to the people who be out here pegging. I, I mean, 
Hey, you know that. You know what? I, you know what that reminds me of. It reminds me of that game in, in, in uh, uh, Cracker Barrel with the little pegs in the triangle. Remember that game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just pegging away. <laughs> nah, man. You, gotta, you gotta make a triangle with it. So there's like three people and pegging. I mean, going it's on. very similar to the greatest Smurf episode ever. Which one was that? When, when. Um, Gargamel poisoned one of the Smurfs and he went around Ganap. Instead of saying Smurf, he said Ganap, which was backwards a Smurf, but it didn't make any sense. And he would tear other Smurfs purple by biting their tail and it infested the whole joint. Yeah, that shit was wild, man. I don't like, know. Like, was on TV. I, how, do, how do we relate that to Pegging? <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. I, I, I got lost, bro. Like, I, I, <laughs> It's because they got bit in the tail. Is that the part they this pegging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Getting it's bit like different. Now we're talking they, about they, rim jobs now. I mean, they got pegged. <laughs> they got pegged on cartoon TV, man. That's what I'm saying. The 80s was wild, baby. The 80s was wild. They couldn't they talk about pegging, so they had to bite, they had to bite things on the ass. I mean... Bro, what, the, what the fuck are we even talking about anymore, man? What? Like, you brought up Pegging, and I'm just. I, 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 I told I'm the floor ho- traffic. I told the host to get See, on with host. Brett remembers that episode. It's like <laughs> that remember, ones, man. I remember the purple ass episode. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, yo, man, because when you like ten, it's like, what the fuck, man? But now you look at like. That might be the nastiest shit ever be on Smurfs TV. He's so looking for the, he's the looking for where this show has gone and what the notes I, say. I'm looking at the show notes and we were just like, fuck it. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Jesus. I mean, hey, but hey man, but we vanilla, so. Hey man, wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, this kind of leads into the question. Well, I'm a, not that question, not yet. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah. now you want to do some hosting? Now, 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 now you want to moderate this shit? <laughs> look, man. Hey, look. Sometimes you got to pass the steering wheel to like AG every now and then. And then AG took us on a trip. Look, I'm not on LSD, so. Now, actually, only thing I really wanted to say was the thing about the farting. Moby kind of he kind of he puts the breadcrumbs down and then he acts like he didn't have nothing to do with this. That's not true. I this is on tape. I can prove that he's just like low key putting stuff out there and be like and then pearl clutching over it. I mean that's what, what I sit back and watch. <laughs> was, wasn't me. It wasn't me. Now he anytime he goes to the shaggy defense, that means he's guilty. Wasn't me. <laughs> So you gonna trust me or your lying ass ears? Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with my lying ass ears. I mean, those. it depends. It so, depends. <laughs> so, he, so, so the craziness of you know last week was everything, but we're not gonna talk about everything because. We ain't got a show long enough for that. But we are going to talk about these God plus America. I want to speak on it, but I, I might as well just fucking do it. What the fuck are those, man? Oh, he's come out with different. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. 
Yes, he's got a whole bunch of different types of shoes. So, yeah, they first the, of all, they got the Insurrection Twos, the J6s. Um, yeah. First of all, bro. The um, good on both sides. Oh, to give you an update. <laughs> the good on both sides. <laughs> those, those, um, those 400, those 399 shoes sold out. A thousand people bought those $400 shoes. I knew they would. Somebody bought a pair for $9,500. $9,500? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that dude was wow. doing, but whatever. And he's, be, got, he's got a pair that looks like uh, J4, uh, J4s. Wow. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> okay. That's I mean, what we're doing. Like, I want to sit here and look, I look at these and, bro, this T on the side, come on, where's New Balance doing some motherfuckers, man? And apparently, apparently one, I think it's the, the, $400 ones they're red bottom shoes and apparently somebody's got uh, a patent on that so they said somebody might be suing Trump for that shit and I'm just like I mean right. look there's enough people with lawsuits out against so what do you give a fuck about one more I mean true but it's like hey man he came out with shoes for us as you know he wants to get close to the black here's the thing that statement is half correct. Yes, very much so. Because he's not trying to get us to vote for him. He just want niggas' money. Exactly. Like you know, like the Republican Party is acting like, oh well, this is going to get him cooler with black people because they'll buy shoes. Like, man, we can buy shoes of niggas, and we don't actually even like them. Like, hey, look, everybody wear Jordans. Anybody inviting that nigga to the cookout for real? Some, but I mean, like he. I mean, like if he was available. Ain't nobody clamoring to see that motherfucker show up in no mom jeans, man. That the, hey, hey, we good. We good. Like there, there, there might be some older dudes that just like like Dick Rodden Jordan because like he's basically basketball Jesus to a whole bunch of people over 35. But like as far as niggas really want to just like kick it with Jordan. Man, we kick it with Jordan for about ten minutes, and we would smell that, you know, Republicans buy shoes attitude all over him, and be like, "Hey, man, you can, you can go back. We we just want to rock your J's. Like, I'm just, I just thought you was gonna bring a pair of them sixes here. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if you just bringing your soap here now. You keep you. <laughs> you, you keep you. <laughs> so here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. They're four hundred four hundred dollars a piece. He made a thousand of them, the gold ones, a thousand of them. I mean, I'm doing math, right? That's forty thousand dollars. This motherfucker owes over four hundred million dollars. He's not me. trying to do anything about it. What is forty thousand dollars going to do for anybody? That's for starters. And then too, for him, it's it's just about I mean, look what I can do. Look what I can sell yeah, to people who don't even like me. You can make up what you want to make up about your reasoning. Yes, yeah, that's what he said. He only made a thousand of them. He only made a thousand of them. Then that's four hundred thousand. That's right. So that's that's oh, what yeah, this that's is right. about for him, as far as I'm concerned. It's just like math. 
But still, foreigners, I was like, shit. But Ruben, those those the first ones though. Like that means he got to have new additions. He got to give a different colorway next month. He's really taking the Michael Jordan formula because now, like in three months, he can re-release the same pairs in a different colorway and have niggas outside the mall shooting themselves over it. Like, I mean, that's that's the goal. But he already said that though. He said if I get indicted again, then I'll, then my popularity is going to go through the roof. And that's why that again. person bought, bought so he's already that said one that. pair for ninety five hundred because he's pretty much like, hey, one I day these shits go. Hey man, niggas bought them Yeezys, and you saw they like a thousand dollars. You saw what you saw what the Yeezys look like. I mean, at least the dude who bought it for ninety five was not uh, of of brown skin complexion. So. Why would he be? He's an investor. Black people don't be investing in shit. We well, be out here trying to do. we be out here trying to stun on niggas, man. Ain't nobody invest. I'm trying to stun on them until they until they step on your shoe. <laughs> Next thing you know, you want to fight? Bugging out. You scuffed my shoe. Now I gotta now I gotta fight you. I mean, yeah. But, why is, why uh, is this shoe thing even bothering you this much, man? Like. Who said it was bothering me? I just wanted to talk about it. You seem you seem awful interested in these shoes, man. I'm more shocked anyway. I'm not shocked at the shoes. I, I'm shocked. And I'm not really shocked. I think it's interesting and kind of comical that he comes out and says dumb shit like, yeah, you know, I, I made these shoes for the for the young black people. Like, I mean, so so did so did Big Baller brand, and I mean, niggas bought them shits too. Oh, really? Yeah, no half of them didn't out. get them. Even though half I thought of them by didn't now, get so everybody got theirs, and then they went out of business. There are people who paid money to yeah. get their sneakers. Who? Okay. Yeah. I mean, sight unseen, you crazy, but um, but yeah, I mean, and then of course when he made the statement that was it, black people. Black people like him because he's been indicted. He said it. And they I, I, understand I've how seen I that. Feel. I've seen that speech. He said it. He sure did. Yep. But is that really that? Is that idea really new? Comparing yourself to black people to get get your cause across. I mean, the gay community has been doing it forever, and the gay community is as racist as they come. I, I was just so like, it's just like, is that new? Nah. Not. Is it? It's just. It's funny to a point. Not really because he said it. Like, if you listen to it, like, it's one thing that somebody saw, somebody said, it's like, he enunciates the B in black very hard. And I'm just like, I mean, are you forcing yourself to say black, motherfucker? Like, the black people. I was like, the fuck? Like, is that capital B up in that bitch? Like, it's just funny to me, man. I mean, look, because he really don't understand where he went wrong, because before he was, like, the president and shit, black people really did. People living in his building. He was mentioned in all types of rapper songs. Yeah, he He was. Yeah, like, people people love well, black people did love Donald Trump. We loved what he represented for some reason. Like, the only thing that's like more disappointing than like Trump being himself and like actually not really giving a fuck about black people is if like I was like hanging around and I heard Ric Flair just start using nigger with the hard ER. That would hurt me because Ricky, I'd be like, Dog, he was our one, man. <laughs> he was our one. Like we 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 knew Hulk Hogan was out here saying what that hard ER, but we always thought you Rick, we we adopted you. Like yeah. we 
we, you don't we, need, you don't need to say yeah, you don't need bro you can say nigga and we'll probably give you a pass there's, yeah. there's a whole bunch of people that'll give Rick Flair a pass if he was like that's my nigga right he there said, like, we'd be like hey I mean that's Rick Flair now he lost the rest of the, voice, the little voice he had <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, I'm still but, here. I just can't go high. But but shoot, if if you heard an interview with Ric Flair and then he all of a sudden he was like that nigger, we'd be like, oh, Jesus, not you, not you, my dude. I might cry. Not, not I might you. Cry. I might not, cry. I mean, bro, like, but besides Shawn Michaels, there, there was no white guy that I more wanted to be like when I was a kid uh, than Ric Flair. I think everybody wanted to be like Ric Flair. That's what I'm saying. Like. It was, Ric Flair transcended race because we because oh, yeah. we all wanted to be Ric Flair when it was Mid Atlantic wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Be- because you know what Ric Flair sounded like? He sounded like a nigga with money. Yeah, he did. He, he, did, he, did, he did. No, he didn't sound. No, no, no. He didn't sound like a white person with money who was trying to be fiscally responsible, invest, <laughs> and create generational wealth. No, he sounded like young rapper Whoa. Rich, where he was like limousine driving, paying three thousand dollars for clothes. Look at the drip. You know what I'm like that. We looked at Ric Flair. This robe cost like, me forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like you I know got the saying? Rolex right here. Whoa! <laughs> I did. Oh man, Ric Flair. What, what, once again, as a as a young black kid, we were looking at him like, "Hey, man, if I didn't know Ric Flair was a wrestler, I think he was a dope boy." Like the way he acted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he lying. You so know, yeah, he did Rocky so, kick every Saturday. So like that's there's no greater fall that a white man's had with the black community than Donald Trump. Like literally, Donald Trump in the nineties. Has 90s, he really fallen though? Yes. Yeah. What I'm saying is like public perception from the black community about Donald Trump in the nineties because we weren't reading to know that he was doing all types of racist real estate practices. We weren't reading the fact that he was basically not paying any of his minority workers for shit. We didn't know about anything. We knew he owned a goddamn hotel. And he, he was got always talking. He was always talking about his money. He always had limousines. He was flashy. So as black people, we was there's a whole bunch of black people who think Donald Trump is a real businessman. Like, hey man, he's such a good businessman. I'm like, how you gonna be a good businessman? You don't file bankruptcy as much as him. Like, he's every business Donald Trump has ever touched has failed. I mean, I know that. <laughs> so what I'm saying, he's had a really big fall in the black community because now a lot of black people just that man is racist motherfucker but like just 20 years ago like we was like hey Donald Trump's my man like I go kick it with Donald Trump like bro in the 90s you'd have been like hey can you you want to go hang out in a hotel with Donald Trump I'd have been like shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> the man was in WWE against Vince McMahon like I mean what? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because it's like, for me, what I'm seeing is a lot of people that are, you know, they don't really like what Biden's done, whatever their beliefs are. And then they see some key black people out there like Ice Cube and Snoop and then trickling on down to second tier, third tier celebrities that are black. They rock with this dude. And it's just like, I don't know if what y'all are saying is true. Uh, Who does Ice Cube rock with? Trump, oh, man, and look, I, Snoop too. I so I'm like, and then it was somebody else. Was it? I forgot. But anyway, so I'm that. That was my concern. We, Lauren and I, were talking about this about two weeks ago. I was like, black people really don't rock with Biden for real. So I'm afraid that it's just like they're they're so angry 
with Biden for whatever reasons list them. Yeah, they're like yeah. Trump. They, they all they can remember is Trump's name on a on a stimmy check, and, and it's just I, like this. I, what I we're hate, doing. I, I hate to make this delineation. Like I hate to make this statement because it makes me feel bad, but. Black people still don't like Trump. They're just mad at Biden. Niggas still think Trump is cool. <laughs> he sounded like my mom just did. He sounded like my mom just did. I was like, oh god. He's I mean, he's not, not. He's not really wrong. That he's not wrong. <laughs> like, like, like when we when we talk about the majority of black people, which contrary to popular belief, the majority of black people are pretty educated, middle class you know, actually have read a book once or twice in their life. Those people don't like Trump. They just mad at Biden because they realized that a lot of the shit that the Democratic Party said they were going to do, they have it. And for the most part, the Democratic has taken advantage of black loyalty. But the people that still actually, quote unquote, like Trump, oh, them niggas. I'm just... But here's the fun part. (laughs) But here's the fun part about that, right? You see it on that side, on the black people's side, but on the white people's side, it's very interesting because you have possibly the most famous person in the world hates Trump and she is all about hating Trump and will let everybody know that you shouldn't fuck with that guy. And she's super rich, which is Taylor Swift. And what, now, what is your obsession with bringing no, her name up on. on this show every hey, week? No, man. No, that, that, that does have context. It what are you saying? Does. Does have context. Yeah, get off my case. And then, honestly, I just saw something the other day from Eminem. Basically, like he he's he, he basically was just talking. He's like, "Hey, poor white people, I used to be one of you. Trump don't like us. Like, what are you talking about?" And it's it's really interesting because like I got I got friends who like both. So and that some of them are Trump supporters. So I'm very interested in what they think about it because I got a couple friends who are Caucasian, huge Trump supporter, but they, they rock with Eminem hard. And I'm just like, I mean, what how do you, you do know? both? Exactly. I'm very interested to find out. Because it's like, I mean, it's it's interesting right now because, like you said, apparently we got rich black people who like Trump, but now you got rich white people who can't stand Trump. And the question is, all this shit's going to meet in the middle and you just don't know how shit's going to go. But the only people I can really, as far as people goes, it's going to come down to the intelligent middle class as it always does in every election it's I mean, gonna come down to them and, okay. well, and honestly I'm, I'm, and the question and, and to me you know four years ago was one thing and if I'm correct Biden won by 7 million votes four years later like I know I just I just brought it up but yo this Taylor Swift shit that could be a big impact because she got a whole bunch of people who don't like football watching fucking football. Imagine if she can get those people who can vote to the voting booths not to vote for that dude. Like, it's about to be real interesting this year. I want to see both sides and who really comes out to rep, to rep both sides. Because, you know, 
this year is going to be a little different. Because, I mean, I think it's interesting when people say, well, Biden hasn't done anything. I mean, there's a point to that, yes. But what we should be saying is Congress ain't done shit because we got a bunch of people in Congress who don't want to do shit. I mean, you can say that, but if someone I mean, feels as what, though if someone feels as though Biden had done anything, it doesn't matter what's true or not. It matters that they feel that he hasn't well, done anything. I, My concern is, is that those that is a, a portion of those people will rock with Trump or whoever the Republican nominee is just because they're that angry. Yeah, That's my only concern. I, I, my my concern is just that there are enough people who don't rock with Biden so much that they just ain't going to vote, period. That's even worse. So, yeah, I get that. But or, I, you know, because that's giving him more votes or exactly. whoever the Republican nominee yeah. more votes. But here's the thing, right? And this is why this is why I think all the people that are talking, including us, we're the five to ten percenters. All these polls coming out, I don't listen to that shit because you're well, talking well, about the well, Trump proved and, and when he got elected that these polls are out of date and out of touch. Yeah, like like every poll says that Trump's beating the shit out of out of Biden or Nikki Haley's crushing both of them. Whatever, none of that shit matters until until the day of. And in the grand scheme of things, man, is like you're right. I don't listen to these polls because these polls don't mean shit. Because what means shit is election day. Supposedly. And I say that on purpose. So, like, hey, man, if you don't want to go sit out there in those long-ass lines, put your vote in early. Like, go ahead and get registered. All that crazy shit. Just get it done. Like, and we'll talk about that, obviously, closer. But it's like, yo, man... I don't know who's gonna win, and I I care, but I don't because to me those that race doesn't doesn't bother me as much as the House of the, the Congress races. The, the local races are always way more important. Yeah, you just publicize <laughs> the president, the figurehead position. Because I mean, there's a lot of Americans out here who are who are just like. How come shit ain't getting done? And shit ain't getting done because you have a Republican Congress who don't want to get shit done. And that's when it's all said and done. Yeah, it's, it's real disingenuous to blame the Republicans, though. And the reason I say that is because if it was Democrats in that position and a Republican president, the same amount of nothing would still be getting done. Because both parties just don't want to concede to the other one, no matter whether the other one's right or not. But the thing thing with that is, that's not necessarily true. The only time it doesn't get done is if it gets vetoed. Because even when Donald Trump had a a Democratic Congress, shit still got done. And he signed shit. And And there are a couple things that got vetoed. That in lies the problem that black people have with Biden is that very statement you made, because the Democratic Party does a terrible job of PR. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's been a a lot of things that Democrats actually have got done under Biden. The problem is all the shit that he promised and talked about and ran on. None of that shit got done. And then uh, from a black person perspective, like if I'm being 
black first, which I mean, I'm unapologetic about. I mean, I am a black man. So a lot of times I do see politics in my worldview as black first because that immediately affects me. Mm -hmm. And as a black person who did vote for Biden, because I mean, I wasn't fucking voting for Trump. I mean, all we've seen is the only time that Biden has put his pin to something that he could executive order Asian hate giving money to Ukraine and all of a sudden coming to the aid of all the Jews and as a black person who literally black people were the backbone of your campaign and all the people that push you all the black women because the black women vote like leaned almost exclusively to Biden that's a direct slap in the face when we couldn't get shit passed like with the George Floyd bill about the police thing brutality we couldn't get anything that had the word black in it to go anywhere but as soon as somebody as soon as some Asians died and that's not a slight or disrespect but as soon as that became public and we heard about eight people dying it was like all this Asian hate we've got to stop it meanwhile Meanwhile, our community has been getting assaulted for centuries. And now we see it on camera. And now it's not just hearsay. Now, now white people can try to run away from it. But shit's in your face. We see it now. But still, we weren't worthy of anything with Biden's pen. The only thing he did for black people was for a black person when he got Kamala to be his vice president, which he said, I'm going to get a black female candidate just because of representation, which basically, in my mind, diminished Kamala Harrison as a vice president, because basically you didn't say, I think she's most qualified for the job. You said you were going to get a black vice president candidate woman just because you basically affirmative actioned your own fucking vice president instead of just saying i feel like this woman is the most qualified before you announced that it was going to be her you announced that it would be a black woman and you said you had made your decision which completely undercut your vp who's been the most radio silent vice president known to man which is a hard thing to do because most people don't fucking know about the vice president most people don't see the vice president but my god did she disappear like she was wearing all white one day the sorority sisters were out and then it was just like oh shit you've been vp for two years and i think i've seen you on tv twice I mean, so there's a lot of issues that black people have with Biden and most of it is just like we really know we don't fucking matter to him. He just needs us. And that's how a lot of black people feel about the Democratic Party in general. We don't really feel like you're the party for us. We just feel like you're the party that at least most describes that you need us. But eventually that goodwill is starting to wear off, which is why I do think Trump is going to win because I think a lot of black people are just not going to show up for Biden. I mean, I don't think it's going to be more black people jump ship to the Republican side. I think it's just going to be less black people ride for Biden. It's just going to be like, yeah, I'm good. We got a lot of people feel like we have two of the worst candidate choices ever. So I just don't want to be a part of voting for either one of these motherfuckers and as much as I hate the whole I don't vote because I don't like either one of the candidates I do understand that logic like I gotta pick between Trump who I think 
doesn't like me and Biden, who I think doesn't care about me. Not much of an option. Where's the independent at? Like, where's Jill Stein again? Like, oh, the independent Cornell West. (sighs) Exactly. I'd vote Um, for him. I'd vote for him before I vote for either one of them. At at least he's going to give me some of the greatest, like, State of the Union addresses ever. Could you imagine all the uh, metaphors and analogies that he would be given in that State of the Union address? Oh, Oh man. Like, we would spend weeks trying to decipher what the fuck was he talking about? (laughs) I guess my thing is, like, like, I'm with you. Um, I see it differently. I see it similar, but differently. Because, like, I definitely see where you know, we haven't had anything done for us. But then again, I feel like we really haven't had anything done for us in a very long time. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, you can even include some of those eight years of Obama. And I, I would say, say like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, look, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He just Taylor Swifted. <laughs> but I'm gonna say, at least what Obama did was give us eight years of having some swag in the White House, and I mean, at least yeah. and at least Bill Clinton played the saxophone for us niggas, like before he locked half of us up. Like I'm just saying, like like at least at least give me some like on the surface level, like things that I can be semi happy about. Like and I'm being sarcastic and serious at the yeah. same time. Like I mean. <laughs> I would definitely say probably for the last eight years is for me it's been the lesser of two evils. I mean because like we know what the fuck's gonna happen if Trump get back in that bitch. And we know what's gonna happen if Biden get back in that bitch get back in that bitch. The question is which is worse. You know, and to me, like I lo- I love it when people say, Well, the economy's not good. I mean, I- I'm like whatever. I mean, I understand, you know. And I guess for a middle class person, it's different. You know, for a single middle class person, it's different from a married middle class person or a middle class person who's married with children. Like, it's very different for me, you know. And I mean, I'm not up here or anything like that. But like, I mean, my 401k is doing all right. You know, I'm not like hating on that and stuff like that. And it's just like, for me... I just know that if Trump gets in that bitch, it's just going to be a circus every goddamn day. Because it was a circus the last four years, when he was here four years ago. It was a fucking circus every day. I don't want the circus. I just don't. I'm done with the circus. Now, it is the Democrats' fault that they did not have anybody, they did not prep anybody to go against Biden. So yes, that's their fault. And Republicans, the Republican group of Trump, like, I just want him to go away. Honestly. I need this one last dagger to be put in his heart so he'll just go away. And don't pay, I don't care if he pays nobody nothing, just go away. That's where I'm at right now with him. And I mean... You know, but until we get fixed, our for me, 
We got to fix our Congress problem just as much as we got to fix our presidency. Because what's going to happen is, you're probably right, Trump's going to get elected, but then he's going to get a Democratic Congress. And then it's just like, fuck, another four years of a whole bunch of nothing. I can't take it. And now you got you got motherfuckers out here, you know, Roe versus Wade and everything. Thank you, Alabama, for pissing off everybody. No more IVF. Are you shitting me? Like... Oh my god. I'm over it. I'm over all that shit. Like I'm completely over that shit. 100 well, percent Like I keep saying, two years ago we told you this guy could win. And I think he can. And I think he's gonna get more of the black vote than anybody's willing to say. So it is what it is. Be oh, ready. I do, I, I do think he's gonna get more of the black vote than he got last time, but I don't think that's what's gonna propel him to victory. I think the lack of black people showing up is what's gonna help him win. Either way to me. Either way. I mean, it's just split. Those two statements are splitting hairs. The bottom line is if he gets the nomination, he'll win. Here's the thing, AG. It's not splitting hairs because if he wins because less black people show up, we'll also win less Democratic seats because if they're not showing up for that, they're not showing up for all the other votes, too. Right. he, he He could win if more black voters show up because I do think a lot because even when black voters did vote for him before mm-hmm. they voted for him and then they voted for democratic and local things so it's actually probably more dangerous for us to just not show up than it is for us to vote for Trump because you don't have to vote for the presidency exactly Understood. that's a choice and I Understood. mean and that's, and that's the whole thing and that's why like Virginia you know I'm very interested because we've been trending blue the last couple of um, presidencies. Is this the year we go back red? I mean, to me, that's going to tell like everything. But you got a whole you got a whole bunch of new voters out here. I just mm, it's going to be interesting, you know. All of this I don't think elections I don't think elections are ever won based on new voters. Well, I, 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 th- I think I think in the history of, of, of polls they've shown that new voters can swing the pendulum in one direction if it's already on a cliff, but usually it's not this new wave of voters that come in and take over. Like the closest thing to that was Obama's first election. That, well, that's what I was going to say. New voters yeah. matter to you matter yeah, a big but, way for But him. we were already on the tipping point because there were just a lot of people who just were going to come out against anything that was Bush related. Period. Like, it was well, just Bush like, didn't do that in the last three years of his presidency. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, like the Republicans already knew, yep, we're going to lose this shit. Like it, they they knew going into it, they were about to take an L, and that's just what it was. Is I mean. Yeah, they just knew that. And it's just like... And part of me feels like that's what the Democratic Party feels like right now. I feel like the Democratic Party, in many ways, is almost conceding to the fact that it's Biden, which means it's probably not going to be us. I mean, we're going to put on a good face. We're going to put up a good fight. But it's Biden... I think it's... The the guy that told us he only wanted to run for one term... And now he's running for his second term. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, like, I would say this year, this might be the most important year of who Donald Trump 
picks to run with him for vice president. Because there's some loony people out there that if he picks the wrong loony person, ooh. <laughs> see, see, here's the thing. If Donald Trump's team is smart, they're not looking for a loony person. They're looking for like a straight, narrow Republican that just don't hate him. That just doesn't hate Donald Trump. It doesn't got to be somebody that rides with him to the end of earth. Just somebody that doesn't hate him. Just so the people who just want to vote Republican can just because just they want to vote Republican can say, well, I might not like Trump, but that guy's OK. Basically, like another Pence. Exactly. Well, but I guess the other thing is, would Republicans, if he picked a female running mate, would they vote that in? Because I don't see Trump ever doing that. Yeah, that's that's. She, I mean, he yeah. wouldn't. He wouldn't. He's he's not. There wouldn't be a female candidate. And then what be. female could stand all the things he said about women? Oh her? no, there'd be plenty of them. There'd be plenty oh, of them. Uh, okay. Stefanik, man, Stefanik. You know that shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, that shit's yeah, crazy, bro. You're right. She True she enough. already said if I was if I was me if I was Mike Pence, then I wouldn't have certified shit. I'm like, oh, this bitch here. Yeah, I don't need her nowhere near the White House. I don't need her in the Black House. That chick's crazy. I just need us to blow up the government and just start over. Just, let's just start over. And I don't mean figuratively like kill people. Just like, hey, you know what? This shit ain't working. Let's figure out a new system. Like, this ain't working. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Oh, I know. Never going to happen. But and, and, and to all the people who think that, you know, if we just get the right candidate in there, it'll fix it. You're cute. Politics is never going to be fixed. We're past the tipping point where we can save it. You know, it's kind of just like the planet, all these tree huggers that think we're going to save the planet. No, this shit's dead. It's just, it's got terminal cancer, and all we can do is make it a little bit more comfortable and maybe prolong it a few more decades. But for the most part, this planet is dead. Like, we're dead. Same with politics. Like, I hate to be, you know, I know that's super optimistic, but... (laughs) Well, all right. Cool. So, so AZ, man. I like how you said cool after that depressing ass statement I made. Cool. Uh, now that we just talked about how we're all going to die. I mean, pretty AG, much. AG, kick it over you. <laughs> I'm going to send my man on the street, AG. So, how's the birthday party? It's yeah, going to ring. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what's on your mind, AG? None, man. It's just uh, actually piggybacking on what we were just talking about. It, I didn't know we were going to talk about that, but, you know, that was what was on my mind. All these memes and all the news and all the things that are coming out, it's just like, just vote. Yeah. Just vote. Don't don't vote emotionally. Just for real vote. Think about what you're doing. Whatever it is that you believe, think about what you're doing and vote like that. Because, like I said, my biggest concern, and I've already said it, is people voting out of anger. And it's just like, most of the time when you do anything out of anger, it's just not, not going to turn out well. So, again, number one, vote. And number two, be informed. And be honest with yourself. Whatever that honesty is. So, it's just like, I ain't trying to tell you where to vote. I'm just letting you know, just go vote. So, that's what's on my mind for real. Thank you, thank you. Moby, what's on your mind, bro? Um, hey man, uh, 
I am happy today, even though we took an L today in basketball. Um, Y'all lost? Oh yeah, we lost. Oh we lost. man, it, it, it was it was a tough game, man. We were playing the referees and and the other opponent. It was. It was so y'all had two opponents at once. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 no, no, no. I ain't blaming the refs, but I mean, the refs are lazy and they were basically just like, we're trying to speed this game up. So their team spent most of the time beating our girls up, up and down the court. Uh, it was, it was, a, they were letting them play. That's what they'll say. We'll, we'll say they were letting them play. Is that what we're definitely, doing? They letting them play? Def- they were definitely letting them play. There were a couple of times I had to yell on the court and I told Kira to get up and stop letting that imaginary person knock her down because like like she she full-fledged got thrown to the ground and there was no foul so i was just like hey apparently that imaginary person just knocked you down get up yeah. i don't Why think you take a tea man you should you should take a tea man it's it's hard for refs to give me a tea because i don't directly antagonize them because i'm talking to my team so it's like you can't really give a guy a technical foul for joking with his players well, i'm saying you should even, even though everybody in the gym knew i was talking about the ref hey hey, hey blind motherfuckers y'all gonna nah, call man, I, I ain't about that because i'm not about like my girls having excuses because i was just like bro they did play better than us and they're deeper than us and we had unfortunately i have two girls on my team who lack motivation to play like basically you know in the nba stat where they do that plus minus when you're in the game i did it myself and i wish i wouldn't have because i had two people that when they were in the game if either one of them were in the game we were minus 22 but when either one of them was off the floor we were plus eight so basically if i didn't have to play them we win (laughs) you think they want to take no they're just they don't really care about playing basketball they actually care about it so why are they playing playing? because their parents want them to and they don't have the heart to tell their parents that they really don't because you know it's wrecked man so i think some girls actually enjoy playing basketball and the thing is you can enjoy playing basketball without wanting it to be serious and I think they enjoy the team enjoy playing basketball casually but they don't want competitiveness because they have anxiety because that's that's the new age thing anytime oh a teenager can't deal with stress it's their anxiety you know I was going to ask about that is that is that really legit because I don't think anxiety is that legit it's here, so here's AG. it absolutely is legit okay be- because we have made anxiety a disease as opposed to something that everybody experiences at some point in time like everybody experiences stressful situations that causes okay. you to have anxiety That does not mean you are diagnosed with, you know, having anxiety attacks. Like some people just don't deal with stress well because they never have to because people make excuses for them. Like and that's what I have on team because they start doing this fidgeting thing or pulling their shirt and say, look, she's having anxiety. No, she's just never been taught how to deal with stress because you're as babies them to the point where you don't make them have to deal with stress like me i want my girls to deal with stressful situations early on in life i want them to be in a safe place to fail so they can learn to deal with it because that was the biggest win that's actually why i was happy even though we lost 
like everybody on my team pretty much looked rattled for a while we were up and then they came back and everybody looked rattled and everybody was being loud and the referees weren't blowing any whistles and then they all except for two everybody calmed down and we came back and because they they got stressed out we talked about it they dealt with it they moved on two of them two of them did not two of them were basically one girl basically told me she didn't want to play (laughs) okay (laughs) but as the rules are constructed they have Have to to play at least one quarter right Yes, and the issue with that, because the other coach found a loophole in that rule, they don't have to play one quarter. Everybody has to play. The, the thing is, everybody has to sit at least one quarter. So he had like 13 girls in his team, and he had like four that were really bad. But what he did is he played them for like a minute, maybe two minutes, and then took them out. So technically they played, but he also made sure that every one of his girls at least sat one quarter. See, the issue is I only have eight girls. So the only way I can make sure everybody sits a quarter is I have to play them a whole quarter. Well, they have, well I'm surprised they don't make y'all have equal teams. No, no. You have to have at least eight girls to play, and we have nine on our team. So yeah, they had 13. And the first quarter, we were winning 10 to 1. And then I had to play the other two girls for a quarter. And then by the time halftime showed up, it was 21 to 11. They just stood there like, fuck it. No, they just stood there and said, like, fuck it. I'd have been okay with that. Basically, they got the ball and just handed it to the other team. (laughs) Wow, are you serious? And I say that as an exaggeration, but one girl literally, every time she caught the ball because they were pressing, she would turn around, keep the ball right there, and they would just take it out of her hand. And And this is a girl who can dribble, just won't do it in a game because she's scared. How do you deal with that? I'm curious. Love, man. <laughs> okay. I, de- I deal with it out of love, man. Okay. Because I feel bad for her. Because, like, I feel like she's one of the girls that enjoys playing basketball. She doesn't know how to deal with stress. Her mom clearly wants her to play basketball. And I think she enjoys basketball. But she's also terrified of... Because, you know, look, we're in an age where these kids don't like to be embarrassed. They don't like to fail because failure is embarrassing to them. And that's that's a whole nother another issue, because as somebody who played sports for schools, we didn't give a fuck about the people in the school that were saying we sucked because we were thinking your ass couldn't make the team anyway. Why am I worried about you? It's true enough. (laughs) But that's not how these kids think. These kids think I'm embarrassed. And now everybody, all these kids have this escape where they go, I could play. I just don't want to. Just like when I'm at the YMCA and the kids ain't really playing hard. So if they lose, they can be like, I won't even really try. We, We got a whole generation of people that aren't competitive because they're bitches. And I ain't saying if you're not competitive, you're a bitch, but you're a bitch if you try to go out your way to not be competitive just because you can't deal with taking an L. Because because basically I had six girls out there today that were dogging it. Like they were competitive, like they wanted that shit. And I had two girls that were basically like, nah, we good. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, <Nah>, we good. <laughs> okay. So what would have happened if they didn't show up? Those two didn't show up? Yeah. We probably win the game. Yeah, but how do you sit people? Like, how does that work? Well, if so as long as I have at least seven people, I can make it so that everybody can sit a quarter and we're good. But and if, if you, you have if six you, people. If you have six people, you don't have to sit anybody. But in the fourth quarter, whoever's leading my team in scoring can't play. Damn. That's so a lot here's of the rules, thing. man. So here's if you're the thing. 20, it doesn't matter. So here's the thing. Last week, we beat this same team because one of the two girls in questions was it there. So you think it's like a, a one to twin power activate thing when both no, of them there? No, it, it's just when both of them are there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When both I can't, of them there, they stuck. No, I just can't. No, because even when one was there, the other one didn't help us either. It's just one of them doesn't hurt us that bad. But if I got to play two of them, and then, you know, there was one quarter where they were in at the same time because there's just no way to avoid that. So when they were both in the game, Yo, the, the second quarter when I had to have them both in the game, we were up 10 to 1. A minute into the second quarter, we were down 12 to 10. Because <laughs> basically it was three against five. Because those yeah. teams one to another. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Is what it is, man. They're both nice girls, and I don't like. This is not an sh- insult to them. It's it's pro- kind of the problem with the wreck atmosphere, and I say problem because like my wife was like, well, you know, you need to have a conversation with them. Like maybe this is it for them, and I'm like, no, that's not fair because that's what wreck basketball is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a place where you can go and just enjoy it and have fun. I'm like, yeah, some of us are super competitive about it, but wreck is we pay to play so this is i'm paying to have a good time so that's how i deal with if you ask me ag like because i'm not beating these girls up i'm not like oh you suck we lost because of you now if i was a middle school coach like they had to try out for the team Mm -hmm. they would still make the team they just wouldn't have played okay because when i played rec ball if you suck, you just didn't play. I mean, you can stay on the team if you wanted. But. See, here's the thing. I also coach the boys' age group, same age group. Okay. We don't have a sit rule there. Like, we got, like, today, at boy, our boys play today, there were about five, four guys that just didn't get in the fucking game. Because the the boys' rules are different than the girls' room. Because apparently the girls' rooms rules, we have to protect parents' feelings. Because I don't really feel like it's the girls we're protecting. Because, trust me, those two girls... They would have been okay with not playing today. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the whole goal, right? <laughs> they would have been okay with not playing today. Not because, you know, they don't want to play, but they were like, beginning of the game, the crowd was in it. I'm like, we hadn't even started yet. Crowd is loud. The girls are loud. Everybody's hype. And one of the girls goes, man, this is really intense. And I knew right then, oh, you about to sell out on me today. Like, yo, if we ain't even tipped off and you saying this intense, oh, baby, this about to get bad when you in here. And, bro, it was bad when she was in there, man. She would just catch the ball and throw it in the air to somebody. Like, not looking, just, I don't want the ball here. Just threw it up in the air. Wow. Okay. Like, it, was, it hurt, man. It hurt to see, because I got a couple girls who just go so hard. And they were just so upset. 
not that we were losing, but they were just like, like my own daughter, like Cadence was just like, I hate quitters. Like, and she was like, she was like, I'm mad that we lost, but I hate these quitters. And, and, and the coach in me was like, Hey man, these are your teammates. And the dad in me was like, Hey man, these are your teammates. But the dude that used to play sports was like, fucking right I hate these bitches too like bro we out here trying to get shit done and you out here quitting and crying and shit in the middle of the second quarter like man go cry in the goddamn locker room like cause that's how I felt when I played like I was I but was how come not... the dad and you didn't feel that though how come the coach and you didn't feel that the dad and me didn't feel like that coach. no because the dad and me didn't feel like that because I also don't want to ha- walk around with the superiority complex like look everybody ain't gonna be built like you and you need to embrace the fact that everybody ain't built like you. Not be mad that everybody ain't built like but you. But that's not what she said. She said quitters. You don't have to be good or oh, bad no, to no, not no, quit. No, 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 no. She won't like saying I hate these quitters. She was basically saying I hate them right now because they're quitters. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to understand everybody ain't built with this. I got to win at all cost thing that you got. You. I love the fact that she has that. Her. She don't have no quitting her. Like you could put her on the floor with some WNBA players right now, and she knows she ain't as good as them. But I bet she gonna throw an elbow. She gonna she gonna try. Like she she gonna try. So she was looking at her teammates, going, "Y'all bitches sold me out." <laughs> Is that what she was thinking? Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look. Cadence oh on, on the surface, Cadence is like super sweet and don't say anything. I mean, I've heard how she talks when it's, she don't think ain't nobody listening. She sounds a lot like I did when I was a kid. So when <laughs> when she be talking, I really be translated. Like I know how I I would have said the same thing to my parental unit as well. And inside, I'd have been like, "Why the fuck you got me out here playing with these bitches?" I can see that. Like, 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 no, we didn't lose. Them niggas lost. <laughs> okay. I, I can see, I can see games like that. Yeah, and, 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 and as that. a dad, I'm just like, hey, you got to understand the team sport. Like, some people ain't going to pull their weight. That's life. I mean, in the workplace, we feel like that about somebody that works with us right now. That nigga don't do shit. But I mean, still got to work with them. Like, sure. it's, it's a life lesson. Yeah, it's a life lesson, but I mean, yeah, I knew what she was saying. I was like, I, I get it. Like, you gonna st- she and she gonna still be cool with them tomorrow, but like today, she ain't wanna talk to them. Like, like Kara, Kara's so sweet and bounced back. Like, she was like, it's okay, we did great. I'm just like, oh my god, you're so much like your mom. You're so much like your mom. Like, just, just. That's what like, I was saying. No, no, because because we're super competitive, but she's also like super positive about yeah. stuff like she she would she be competitive but you know then she'll cheat but like when the game's over like she's still positive like i don't feel like it ruins her life like when i was a kid when i lost i won't friends with nobody for at least eight ten hours like don't talk to me especially if you were somebody on the team that i felt like competitively <laughs> cost us like nah bro don't don't talk to me oh bum ass matter of fact you don't got time to be talking to me you should be getting better at what you do <laughs> Wait, that sounded so Jordan-esque. See, here's the thing. I okay. didn't say it out loud, AG. I didn't make a documentary 
promoting it. Like this, this is these were these were an internal monologue. This wasn't outward. You never said that to a teammate. Are you serious? No, outwardly, like inwardly, I outwardly I always blame myself. Inwardly, inwardly, I would be upset and I would look around and I was I could be honest with myself internally. Outwardly, I was always like, losing is my fault. Like. I should know, like on the basketball court, I wasn't a superstar, but I'd be like, I should know that nigga can't shoot. So when I passed him the ball, I knew what the fuck I was getting. <laughs> now, outwardly, I would never play that. Like, I had a lot of LeBron in me in the way I played. Like, I'm just like, hey, I'm going to do all the right things, even if it ain't the right thing. Like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to pass it to Delonte West, even though that's Delonte West. <laughs> I have not heard that, David, so long. Because he's open. You know what I'm saying? He's open. That's the right basketball play. Because I didn't have enough Kobe in me to be like, nigga, ain't nobody come to see Delonte. They came to see you. <laughs> I mean, he ain't lying. I mean, because, you know. Hey, take Ruben, a Ruben, shot. Ruben, Ruben, he passed me the ball. Nigga, what are you passing me the ball for? You know I can't shoot. Like, Ruben, what are we doing? I do it. Remember, you saw me. I, you saw him. You've seen me on a bad basketball yeah. team. Did I? Was I ever demonstrative or complained to anybody? No. no, it's not what I do. In my head, I would just go home and think, I got to do this shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? And, and look, so look. you were thinking, Jordan. You just never said it out loud. I would tell him you need to do this shit yourself. Nah, man, we gotta get in for the team. No, I need you to shoot the damn ball. It was ingrained in me, man. I was like, hey, it's it's a team game. I know I need them. Now, in all fairness, Ruben, when shit had to get done. I understand that. Okay, that's well, why I wanted you to get well, shit done. When shit had night. to get done, I would. But that's that was mature, old competitor. Young competitive <laughs> me was was Cadence. Cadence just don't know how to express that she's upset with them competitively. So she just was mad. So she's just like, and, and, and I'm, I know what she's saying in her head. These bum ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and then Kira, Kira was outwardly like me. Kira was like, Man, I made a lot of turnovers and I passed the ball when I shouldn't have sometimes. So I'm thinking to myself, I mean, all those things are true, but I need you to, to acknowledge that you was playing with some bums today. Like, it's, it's okay. You, you play with a few bums today. It's all right. It's a life lesson. You got to realize that sometimes you got to carry some extra weight. Like the responsibility of being good, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. So if you're talented, you've got to realize that people expect you to do more. I tell I tell her that all the time. Like, look, if you're gonna be out here working and 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 say you want to be the leader, you gotta understand that that means when we lose, it's your fault. Whether it really is or not, it's just you gotta learn to deal with that. And maybe she's just better at doing that at an early age than I ever was. But I was a lot more like her younger sister. Where I was just like, these motherfucking bum ass bitches. Like, they fucking sold me out. And she ain't mad at nobody for missing a shot. Cadence got eyes. So basically, she was just like, she didn't want to be in the game. She was scared. That person was shook. And I'm just like, yeah, because Cadence ain't got no fear in her. So, you know, when, pe- when people are fearless... It's hard for them to respect people that operate under fear. True, I get it. 
like it's because Kira Kira has a lot of anxiety herself so I think she's a lot more understanding to the fact that these people have anxiety because she just got to the place where she's good because she sucked at first so I think she sees a lot of herself in them and Cadence is just like I ain't never been bad at shit athletically alright so like <laughs> I don't it's know it's not wrong I don't it's know not I don't know why y'all bum ass motherfuckers just don't understand this like I feel like if Cadence could just be honest she would just be like I don't understand why y'all just naturally suck cause that's never been a problem for naturally me naturally suck because because ever since she's been able to move, she's been coordinated. She has a very great IQ for how all sports operate. Everybody always says, man, she's so smart on the court. So I'm like, look, it's basically like how a genius would talk to any of us. We'd be like, why don't you fucking get this? Why are you so fucking stupid? Sheldon. Like if Neil, if, if Neil Ty- yeah, exactly. Neil Tyson Sheldon. like Sheldon. Uh, Sheldon's be like, hey, why don't you understand quantum physics? Like, I was doing this shit at eight. So Cadence is looking at these people who are getting rattled by people yelling at them. And she's like, I play football with damn near grown ass men. And I'm not scared. And you're scared of this little white bitch yelling in your face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> but, she, but she's a good person. So she won't say any of this out loud. But I know it. When I look at her, I look at her and I see chubby fat 11 year old me looking at these us athletic bums that I play with going if my fat ass is out here making this shit happen why can't your skinny ass get some shit done oh god but yeah so what's on my mind is man I love coaching girls basketball man it's awesome it's awesome man and like to to see everybody compliment the team because we're the team that wasn't supposed to be here you know what I'm saying we're in the semifinals we're the team that wasn't supposed to make it our own organization didn't want us to move up because they were like you're going to move up and it's going to be too much for your girls and here we are in the semifinals like so I'm proud of them It, it, it was awesome and it was actually awesome to see even the non-competitive ones or the competitive ones be angry at people for not being competitive because I'm just like yeah y'all wanted that shit like you know the sick person in me was like looking at some of the girls on our team that were crying after the game and then realizing that we had three of them that didn't look like they'd even played a game and I was like hey that told me all I need to know we had a couple girls that was out here like living and dying on every possession and we had a couple girls that was just like, well, we're about to go eat afterwards. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get that McFrosty today. Uh, hilarious. Thank you. Hey, girls and boys, basketball is no different, though. I've re- as I realize it, we treat it differently, but the kids themselves are the same. Because our boys lost today, and I saw like four or five dudes that was just like, hey, man, y'all about to get on the game later on? Niggas was cool. We had a couple people that's like, man, fuck y'all. We lost. Fuck's wrong with y'all. So, so it's good to know that there still are some competitive people out there. Because one day we're going to reach a point where we're not competitive anymore. And that is the death of all things. When we reach a point where we don't feel like there's a need to work hard to win at anything, that is the death of all things. Like, I'm not saying you should live and die about winning and losing, but the desire to want to do your best to achieve something, that's all competition is. And if we stop being competitive, then 
I don't want to live in a world that has only people that my daughter hated today in it. <laughs> I just don't want to live in that world. <laughs> oh, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Um, I coach soccer at Chesapeake for us, I guess, uh, spring season. And the rule was we had four quarters of soccer. Everybody had to sit at least one quarter. So the rule, so for my thing was, I was like, all right, guys, this is what it is. First, second, third, everybody go sit one quarter. And the fourth, we going out to win this shit. So if you get to play in the fourth, you get to play. If you don't, you don't. It's about how you practice and how you play. And we trying to win. Everybody's like, that's cool. And that's what we did. And, you know, we did all right. We were 5-0. They got smacked our last two games. They got happy. So, it was a good time. Kids learned some shit. Um, yeah, man. I ain't got nothing on my mind. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> it's been a long day? Yeah. It's been a long okay. day. It's been a long um, day of sitting in your house not doing shit? First of all, you're right. I did a whole bunch of that today. Actually, I was just I was just assuming I didn't know that's what you actually. No, did, that's but. what I actually did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yesterday I got up at like five in the morning to watch WWE. So, because they were Australia, and their night it was six six o'clock at night over there. It was five in the morning here, and it's kind of weird when it's like it's dark outside at five you know five in the morning, and it's all bright and shit over there. So, but no, nah, I was good. Everything's good. Um, hey man, sorry I lost. It's it an experience. Cool. We lost the but, game. We won the season. That's what it's about. Well, not really, but okay. But yeah. Well, thanks to everybody for listening to the live show of Five Minute Warning. We will be back here every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch us on YouTube and on Twitch Live and then sometimes on my Facebook page. And the episode will be out later this week. Um, 5minutewarning.com. Make sure you like and subscribe so you know when the podcast drops because you never know when extra surprises get put in. Um, Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell somebody about us. Once again, thank you to Moby. Thank you to AG. Thank you to all who listen to us live and who will be listening to us on the podcast. Hey, another Sunday. Let's do it again next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully the rest of my voice comes back off vacation and you'll get the feel of full Ruben instead of the pieces that you've been getting the last couple of weeks. But with that being said, thank y'all. We will talk to you next week. As always, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com and also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, 
AG underscore five minute warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.